Hello and welcome to In the Meanwhile. We are Les and Paige Hughes and today we're going to be talking about being thankful for the stranger things. Um, our, our kids and I have watched uh, the program Stranger Things and uh, have gotten into that over the last couple of seasons and so when Paige and I began to look at the last part of this year. We're recording this at the end of the year and uh, actually New Year's Eve and getting ready to start a new year. We began thinking back on 2018 and it, it's tempting, isn't it, to uh, just start setting goals for 2019. We're sort of forward-looking people and as we began thinking about and talking about 2019 and what some of our goals were, we decided it'd be a good idea just to stop and to think back on 2018 because as we lived 2018 it was a strange year and not strange in the real positive way i mean <laughs> 2018 was was kind of the wild wild west at least for our family so we want to talk about some of the reasons why some of the things that happened we hope that you can relate to that we're just a normal family and so we believe that we go through some of the same things that you do. So hopefully by us looking back and reflecting some on 2018, that maybe they help you do the same and process some of that rather than just take off and start uh, looking at the next milestones. Let's try to learn some things from the, from the past few months and, and year or so. So uh, Paige, why don't you... Weigh in and uh, let us know what's on your mind. Well, I want to start by saying that 2018 has been a great year for our family. We have found out we're expecting two more grandchildren this year. One was born, um, one grandchild was born in July, and my goodness, we have been so blessed. And we've had so many good things happen as far as our family, and um, we have just rejoiced in many things. But there were also some hard days um, in, in May of this year. Les lost the job that he had had for a couple of years. And I remember going to bed that night just thinking, oh, Lord, what now? What if we lose the house? What if we can't pay the bills? What if in all of the what ifs of life really did seem overwhelming and now I look back on those days and I see how God's hand was so uh, strong in our lives in those days and how thankful I am now for what seemed like a stranger thing. Yeah. We uh, would have never said then that that was a blessing, but oh, how good the Father was. And then we, throughout the summer, were praying uh, about a job, and specifically one job in particular that just seemed to be a great fit for Les's uh, abilities and his education and all. And we were thinking, okay, if we can just hang on until this day when that crew is going to be meeting and da-da-da-da-da, well, that day came and went, and the committee never even got together. And so we were just struggling, thinking, Lord, how? And when that door didn't seem to open at the right time, God brought a whole different job that is so much better mm. along. Mm. And here we had been praying about one thing, and God closed mm -hmm. the door so that we would see 
the blessing of the next door. And so when we were talking about uh -huh. praising the Lord for the stranger things and the blessings of the stranger things, some of those stranger things were closed doors, mm -hmm. unanswered prayers, the loss of a job, um, so many things. And, and, and we'll talk about several things that we've learned in the midst of these stranger things yeah. and how they went from a earth-shaking experience to truly being the blessings that we count mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. There used to be a song, I think the title of it was Thank God for Unanswered Prayer or something like that. <laughs> and um, I, don't, I don't think that song is really theologically correct because God does respond to our prayers. Um, he, he doesn't, he doesn't uh, answer every request the way that we ask him, but he absolutely responds. He doesn't, he doesn't, he's not deaf. Okay, God is, is fully capable and able to hear all the prayers of everyone all at the same time so it's just think about the the, the infinite nature of god's knowledge and, and wisdom and, and ability to interact with with you and me it just it really is more than we can fathom with finite minds but the truth is as we look back on those events of 2018 yeah there, there were some devastating things and it's not like it's not like we were completely unprepared or caught off guard it was just that there were there were systems that, i mean we we've, we've been we've been alive for a while all right so we've we've kind of learned learned some lessons and there were some systems that we had put in place to be um for lack of a better word um safety nets or um insurance kind of kind of kind of systems to 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 fall back on and but the bottom line is those things just didn't work out the way we had planned. Uh, and most of it was outside of our control. Yeah. Uh, and we won't get into all of the specifics because I'd probably get ticked off. We, <laughs> I, I, would, I, would, I would just get, I would get kind of hacked all over again. So we want to look forward. But I, we still know that many people who are listening to our voices right now can relate to what we went through right. no no doubt man whether it was on you or out of your control the fact is we still need to respond and you know what we've discovered is that pain or hard times or trial whatever whatever form difficulty comes our way it doesn't make you a certain way right. it re it doesn't make you who you are it reveals who you are especially if you're somebody who walks by faith, not by sight. So it's like, it's like we say a lot of times, uh, and we might have even said it on, on some podcasts, that you know, when you, when you squeeze, squeeze a tube of toothpaste, it come, whatever's in it comes out, right. or a, any kind of vessel. And when it comes to pressure on you and me, man, when that pressure comes, what's inside um, usually is going to end up coming out. But I'm going to go back to what Paige was referring to. We'd set up some things that we, we felt like uh, added some layers of security into what we were doing. But here's what we've discovered, that there's a difference between consistency and security. Yes. See, what we had was consistency, consistent income, consistent bills that were being paid, consistent role, 
in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a job or a, or a career. Just consistent needs being met, consistent health, consistency. There is no such thing as security outside of our salvation Amen. through Jesus Christ. That, that, that is our eternal security. Man, as far as this world is concerned, we may have consistency, but it is not secure. That's right. Listen, you know, what, what did Jesus say? He said that, that earthly possessions, we're, we're, to, we're to lay up, we're to store up treasures in heaven because these things on earth, uh, moths can eat them up, they might rust, or a thief can come in and take it away. Even if we rely on security that comes through other people, those people get sick, they die, they move away. Hey, they might even betray us, you know? And we want to be loving, trusting people, but human beings are flawed, you know? So we put our faith and our trust in the Lord, and our salvation is secure in Him. But man, that's it. So hopefully, you do have a lot of consistency. And hopefully, you make, you make wise decisions, and things go you know, according to how you feel like they, they might or they should. But God has not called us to a life of comfort. He's not called us to a life of convenience. He's called us into a life where we are conformed into the image of His Son. And the book of Hebrews says that even Jesus Himself learned obedience through what He suffered. Now, you can do with that whatever you want. I'm just telling you what it says. And so... If, if Jesus learned obedience through what he suffered, then what must God want for you and me in the things that we go through? So what, what are some of the things that he's trying to teach us? That's right. One of the major things that the Lord was teaching me during those days was to put my security in him and to trust him even in the dark or in the uncertain. I think that probably more than anything else is the blessing of the stranger thing because in the inconsistency of the six months without a job my total trust was in Christ alone and he used some of the strangest things to provide for us he used a company that we joined in March that we thought would be something that we would use for retirement to make just a little money each week to be able to do some fun things with the grandchildren, to be able to literally make the payments on our house. Glory. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Thank yeah. you, Jesus. He used crazy things like a precious sweet lady in my Bible study that one day just was fishing and she said, Lord, you know, Paige and Les, they have great needs right now. And Lord, if you just let me catch a fish, I want to make them supper tonight. And Miss Lita caught the biggest fish she's ever caught out of that pond. And sure enough, no, we I... ate fried fish that <laughs> night, didn't we? It's been through those stranger mm. things that God has heaped his blessings on us over and over I'm still in the middle of writing Manna Moments, which is just a compilation of all of the ways God's hand was so evident in the dark and the uncertain times. Maybe you're at that point as well right now. Maybe one of the things God wants you to do is to write down your provisional moments with Him. And it may be something as simple as a fish 
but it may be something as major as God providing financially through something that you never expected or maybe finding a gift card that you didn't remember was there. God has the most amazing ways of meeting our needs if we'll trust him in the midst of the darkness. Well, it didn't hurt that we had heard somewhere that God fed some other people with some fish That's one time. true. So <laughs> That's true. That kind of helped. Yeah, I told Miss Lita that as well. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, this is going to be probably a little bit, uh, little bit shorter talk than what we do sometimes, but we were uh, reflecting on those things for 2018, and we would encourage you to do the same. Yeah. And not to let these, uh, these moments, you know, get by too quickly, because life, man, Life just gets on by. One of the um, one of our favorite parts of the Christmas story that we read just the last in the last couple of weeks is where Mary just pa- takes a pause <laughs> to mm-hmm. look around her and and treasure up all the things that uh, were going on and po- to ponder on them and treasure them in her heart and and we think that that's a really good practice. Mm-hmm probably most any time, but especially during transition times like this. I mean, I mean, technically, there's no difference in January 1st and, and December 31st. They're both days. If they were in the middle of June, one back to back, they would just be days. But there is something, there, there's something about, Starting yeah, just mentally turning a yeah. page, turning the page of a calendar and starting new. That's true. Yeah. Somebody had on their Facebook today that this new year is like writing a new book and everything. I told them I hope mine was more like a comedy instead of a drama this year. So there's some there's some honesty yeah, there. But drama. let me just um, kind of sum up my part too by saying, you know, we just need to be honest in praying. <clears throat> Your will be done, Father, not mine. I think that's a, a big part of, of, again, part of our learning this year is where we prayed for specific things and God did not answer in that way. Having a pliable heart and spirit to say, your will, Father, even if I don't totally understand what's going on, even if it is a stranger thing, help me to see you in the midst of the stranger things hmm. and help me to praise you regardless of how I feel. Mm-hmm. And just uh, maybe maybe this note to sign off on and, and give you something to think about. And please feel free to go to our Facebook page. It's uh, Meanwhile Moments. And you're welcome to, to weigh in there, share some comments, or ask us questions, uh, maybe about um, some scripture you have a question about. Paige, you'd be glad to answer any questions you have <laughs> about that. Oh, or, or maybe you just want to... Um, share some prayer needs that you have with people in that group. There's some really, there's some really uh, people that are faithful in the discipline mm-hmm. of prayer in that group as well. So here, here's the thing just to get you to think about. <clears throat> you, may, you may question, you may have lots of questions about the activities of God. That's fair game. I mean, all through Scripture, man, the Old Testament prophets, um, the apostles, and even, even Jesus himself at the Garden of Gethsemane, oh, Father, if it be your will, let this cup pass from me. Let this experience pass me by, but not what I will, your will be done. Right. So 
you may have lots of questions about the activities of God. I, I would imagine somewhere during the next year, we're going to have questions about what God's up to. That's why we named this ministry, Meanwhile Ministries, because we believe that God is working in the meanwhile when we cannot see his hand at work. But here's what you can count on. You can question the activity of God, but you you never have to question the love of God and the wisdom of God. The love of God and the wisdom of God are limitless. They are infinite. They're never in short supply. So whatever takes place, you can rest assured God is all wise and he does know what's best for you and me. And he is all loving and he does what he does for his glory, for his goodness, and never question the fact that he loves you and me very much. Amen. Amen. Good work, Doc. Okay. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Have a happy new year if you're listening to this around the beginning of 2019.